Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend Jon Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, Brandon Bing and I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. The biggest bully in NBA history, Kevin Garnett, needs to get over his feelings for Jesus Shuttlesworth. Plus, a scientific experiment that I have in mind with me transitioning to a woman and trying out for the WNBA. All that and more in a fantastic presidential day. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. A.K.A. the Dust Brothers, start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real proper. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Let's go. Thanks to Babbel for supporting the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to really learn a new language on the go. When you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Learn a new language. I am working on my Spanish. Como se llamo? Just go to Babbel.com, use the promo code CHAMP. Babbel.com, use the promo code CHAMP. Boom! I'll do it again. Biggity. Boom. 
Have no fear. The Gringo Mandingo is here. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo. A.k.a. the White Chocolate Tito. A.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. A.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior. A.k.a. Mr. 212. A.k.a. Mr. New York. And you are now rocking with the very, very best. The name is Michael Rappaport. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption, the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. I'm back, boom, back in a New York groove. Glad to be back in New York. Beautiful day for podcasting in New York City. Today is President's Day, and it is like damn near 50 degrees in New York. And uh, since I'm a full-time New Yorker now, we really, really appreciate 47, 41 degrees, like 41 degrees when you wake up and it's like 41 degrees, you're like, yo, I'm going out banana hammock style, Central Park. It's a gorgeous day in February here in New York. And it is President's Day, President's Day weekend. I was thinking about the significance of President's Day and how the bar has gotten so low on President's Day. And and with all the cancellation, all the cancel culture this, cancel culture that, they've pretty much canceled Columbus Day. No disrespect to the great Christopher uh, Wallace, uh, but the only, uh, the only Christopher that we celebrate is Christopher Wallace Day, not Columbus Day. Um, and, and all the, you know, sort of understanding the real history of Columbus Day. Why are we still celebrating President's Day? When you think about the history of the presidents of the United States, we have slave owners, we have scumbags, we have uh, cheaters, we have just diabolical sick fucks, we have draft dodgers, we have um, a guy now where it's it's damn near $6 to get a, uh, a gallon of gas, smoking Joe Biden, cadaver Joe Biden. We have... One corrupt person after one senile person after cheaters, after people getting their cock sunked, after Donald Trump, like I said, slave owners. But no one complains about taking that President's Day long weekend. Why? When are we going to cancel President's Day? Because becoming a president now, it's kind of like pin the tail on the donkey. We got a... Logan Paul, brother of Jake Paul, says that he wants to run for president when he turns 35. We got Hillary looming saying she's going to come back. Pig dick Donald Trump, he's he's right there, looming. Just like in the background, trying to figure out if he could get in there. Flushing documents down the toilet and all that stuff. Really... The standards and the sort of eliteness of a president have been squandered. And and it isn't just pig dick. Bill Clinton, dollar Bill Clinton. We all know what he was doing. He's freaking This is the only thing he got caught for. Monica Lewinsky is the only blowjob that he got caught for. I, I would bet my bottom dollar 
that there's more than one Monica Lewinsky. You think that Monica Lewinsky was the only one that gave him brain? You think that Monica Lewinsky was the only one that gave him dome? No, no, there's, there's more. There's more out there. Um, but I think that needs to be up for consideration. We canceled Columbus Day, but you still take the day off. I don't see anybody going to work because they're so up in arms about Columbus Day. They just, they complain about it on social media, but still take the day off. When are we going to cancel President's Day? Because the bar has been squandered. Bush, the father Bush. I mean, I don't know the history. I mean, Ronald Reagan, I don't know. He, he was dementia. His wife, Nancy Reagan, obviously the throat goat. That came out a couple of months ago. Did you know that, Dave? That Nancy Reagan, uh, former first lady, she apparently was the throat goat. I didn't know that. I didn't know that uh, she was known as the blowjob queen, Nancy Reagan. No disrespect. I, di I didn't. Listen, I never got any dome from Nancy Reagan, but apparently uh, during their days at Hollywood, in Hollywood, Nancy Reagan, she'd give you that good brain. So happy President's Day. Happy President's Day. No matter what side you're on, whether you like cadaver Joe Biden, whether you don't like cadaver Joe Biden, let's go, Brandon. Whether you like pig dick Donald Trump, happy President's Day. Happy President's Day week because you got a four-day week. It's a national holiday. It's a fucking national holiday. Celebrate these presidents. But I'm glad to be here. I was in Boston and Manchester, Connecticut. I like Boston. I was, I was in Boston. I was walking around Boston. Uh, obviously, I didn't see the whole city. Boston is a nice place. A lot of history. A lot of presidents. Uh, John Quincy Adams or some other one that's from there. And um, it's clean. You walk around New York City, you could say, I could say so many fantastic things about New York City. But one thing it is not is clean. And if you really love New York, like New Yorkers, yo, I'm representing, yo, I'm from New York, from Brooklyn, from Staten Island, from Queens, from Money Making Manhattan, Uptown's in the house, Boogie Down Bronx is in the house. Why do all of us that love New York throw all our shit all over the city that we love, that we rep? If you really love New York, why don't you, why don't we collectively keep it clean? Yo, I'm from BK. Queens is in the house. Represent, represent. Yo, Staten Island. Yo, Staten Island. I usually forget Staten Island because it's, it's forgetful. Unless you're from Staten Island. Boogie Down Bronx, Manhattan. Why is it a fucking dirt hole city? Do we need more garbage cans? Why do we throw our stuff all over the parks if we love, yo, I love New York, yo, I represent New York, but you just take your Snapple jar and just throw it. You, you blow your nose, you wipe your ass with a napkin, and you throw it, put it in the fucking trash can if you love New York so much. Because I'll tell you, in Boston, it's clean up there. Some people say, yo, we'll move to Boston. I'm not saying I want to move to Boston. Simply saying that I noticed that 
they're not about that trash life. Eric Adams, get on that. I'm, I wonder if Eric Adams is happy that he be, was elected mayor at this point, like a month, two months into having the job. I wonder if he's like, God damn it. I could have been a public speaker somewhere and doing speak. I think he's probably like, Jesus Christ, this is a, this is a thankless job. Anyway, I was in Boston. Shout out to everybody that came to the shows in Boston. Shout out to everybody that came to the Sunday show in Manchester. Dope show at the Funny Bone in Manchester, Connecticut. There was that movie Manchester by the Sea, uh, which I guess there's a Manchester by the Sea in Massachusetts. And uh, there's a Manchester, Connecticut. I did one show at a, a Funny Bone in Manchester. It was dope. And then this week I'm going to Buffalo, which I'm excited about. Performing at the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Tickets are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. And then next week, back, boom, back hosting the guest hosting, the Wendy Williams Show, the 28th, the week of the 28th, all week live. Going to be suited and booted, although I'm going to be suited and, and rocking my, my Jordans. I don't think I'm going to wear my hard shoes, my church shoes. I don't think I'm going to be rocking my church shoes on Wendy Williams next week. I, I'll see. And then after that, Pittsburgh, uh, the 4th, 5th, and 6th, uh, I'll be bringing my terrible towel, all my Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan, John Stallworth shit, my Mike Webster, my Jack Lambert, my Mean Joe Green, my Mel Blunt, Rocky Blyer shit to Pittsburgh to perform. And uh, all tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. But if you're in Buffalo, Buffalo area, come see me this weekend at the Helium Comedy Club uh, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I think it's the... I don't know. It's this Thursday, this Friday, and this Saturday. I'm so sick of social media today because it's been a day and some change since the NBA All-Star Game. And all I see on social media everywhere is this NBA All-Star Game this, NBA All-Star Game that. It's just redundant. Yes, it was great to see all the, the top 75 players. And the All-Star Game was what it was. Steph Curry was magical. Thank you, Cleveland, for inspiring Steph Curry to go off scoring 50 points, putting on a show. Thank you, Cleveland, for being so bitter and booing Steph Curry and his wife at All-Star Saturday night. You booed Steph Curry and Aisha Curry in street clothes. They weren't even playing. Steph wasn't even playing. You booed him and his wife, the Cleveland Cavaliers Fans, why? Because he, he fucked you guys up the ass for championships? That's like booing Snoopy. Steph Curry's like Snoopy. Steph Curry's like Lucy. Steph Curry is like the most likable, non-booable person in the world. And you boo him and his wife... That's why he went off for 50. That's why the next time he plays the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I'll bet you every single time throughout the rest of his career, not that he hasn't shitted on you enough, Steph Curry's going to go out of his way whenever he's in Cleveland to shit on you because you booed him and booed his wife. It's one thing to boo him. You booed him when he's up there with his whiz, his earth. So thank you, because I, I, I'm i pretty sure that inspired him. He's smiling. 
And I tell you, when you're in front of Steph Curry, you're taken aback. He's magical, this fucking guy. He's got like the skin of a Noxzema model. He's got these uh, like Rihanna-like eyes. But his disposition, this is a nice, sweet, minds his own business, gives money to charity, plays the game, changing him, and you boot him only in Cleveland, you miserable fucks. And I'm, I like that Cleveland team. Garland, that other rookie, and, and you're still bitter because they, they buried you guys in those, those finals. I was there. I was thinking about Cleveland. I was there with the broom. I was there in Cleveland when the Warriors were up two games to nothing and infamously brought a broom to game three of the NBA Finals. Why did you bring a broom, Mike Ramp? Well, I brought the broom to pre-clean because the sweep was going to happen. Inevitably, you wind up winning one game and, and the, the Warriors beat you four games to one. And I, uh, I brought the plunger to Golden State to flush flush any remnants of Cleveland and Cleveland Cavalier fans right the fuck back into the sewage. Can you imagine having to go to the All-Star game in Cleveland? Again, no disrespect to Cleveland. I was there, though. I, I can't even imagine what Cleveland looks like after everybody left town. Because no one like, yo, I'm, I'm having such a great time for the All-Star game in Cleveland. I'm going to stay a couple extra days. That doesn't happen. All-Star game in New York, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to stay a couple extra days. All-Star game in Florida, Orlando, yeah, I'm going to stay a couple extra days. All-Star game in Chicago, yo, this is a dope city. I'm, I'm going to hang out. California, nobody stayed an extra day in Cleveland. Why? Because you boo. Because you're angry. You're angry about Baker Mayfield. You're angry about John Elway. You're angry that LeBron left. And you're angry because Steph Curry rammed it up the keister. I, I forgot how many times he beat you guys in the finals. Anyway, why would you boo Steph Curry? What is going on here? They're booing Steph Curry. Patrick Mahomeboy's fiance. I don't think they're married. Patrick Mahomeboy's fiance. They're harassing her. This is all that, that white, angry... I don't like sports, bitter Twitter, social media people that really don't like sports. They just like, they just like the culture of sports. They don't play sports. They don't root for sports. They don't watch sports. They just harass certain people. And it's always the ones who are harassable. It's bully culture. They're harassing Patrick Mahomeboy's brother. Who looks like a goof? He's a TikTok star. He's, he's got his fucking hair like Patrick Mahomes. And, which is one thing. And then you're harassing Patrick Mahomes boys. I think she's pregnant. Relentlessly. As if Patrick Mahomes boy can't fuck you up. Just because Patrick Mahomes boy sounds like Kermit the Frog and he got that stupid haircut. Patrick Mahomes boy would smack the shit. And any one of you little... You think he's not capable of fucking somebody up? He gets chased by middle linebackers in the NFL. It's the same people that were body shaming Vanessa Bryant. Kobe Bryant's widow. Over the weekend uh, saying she's gained weight. Vanessa uh, Bryant is... She's gotten fat. 
Kobe would be this, Kobe. You talk, you love Kobe Bryant, but you got the audacity to talk about the mother of his kids, his wife, the widow of Kobe Bryant. You're talking shit about Vanessa Bryant. That's dope. And I'm a shit talker. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes. These are the same people that didn't say anything when Tom Brady was kissing his son for an abnormal amount of time on the mouth. You said nothing about that because you, you want to suck Tom Brady off. You said nothing about that with Tom Brady, but you say it about Patrick Mahomes also because you think, oh, Patrick Mahomes a cornball. It's a white girl. Come on. Let's not, not speak on the elephant in the room. Patrick Mahomes black. He's with a white girl. You say anything you can about anything you can. It's that bully mentality. Just like Kevin Garnett, all-star game. Kevin Garnett has been a viral video. The 75 greatest players to ever play the game. 75 years of NBA. They had the 75 greatest player celebration. Everybody. Kareem, Shaq, LeBron, Kevin McHale. Earl the Pearl, Wolf, everybody's there. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, the real housewives of Boston. There's, there's no real housewives of Boston yet. The reason why they haven't made a Bravo show, executive produced by the great Andy Cohen, is because how can you top the bitchiness that has been perpetuated by Kevin Garnett towards Ray Allen? You can't top it. You won't be able to cast... And make a show on Bravo that is as bitchy as Kevin Garnett. One of the biggest, first of all, one of the greatest power forwards to ever play the game. And a fucking bully. Ray Allen left because he didn't like you guys. Ray Allen, he, he bounced and he won more rings. Kevin Garnett, you're talking like you didn't ring chase. You couldn't get it done in Minnesota. So you went to Paul Pierce, you went to Ray Allen, and you got your ring, and you said, anything could happen. Anything could happen if you team up with two other Hall of Famers. Anything could happen. And All-Star Sunday, everybody's there, and you don't greet the guy that got you a ring. Without Ray Allen, you ain't getting the ring. You and Paul Pierce, Paul Peasy, you ain't getting the ring without Ray Allen. You're still mad. You're madder at Ray Allen for going to Miami than you are than your former teammate, Anthony Peeler, hitting you with some John Jones UFC shit in your jaw, and you did nothing. Kevin Garnett was the biggest bully that ever played in the NBA who wouldn't back it up. Kevin Garnett would be talking all that shit. Any white dude, white boy it is, fuck you, white boy it is, all that. It's documented. Anybody that he could get away with it, white, black, he would be in their face, in their girl, talking greasy. You talked greasy to Anthony Peeler, and Anthony Peeler hit you with that, that Conor McGregor shit. And you had a chance, you had an opportunity to show if you were about it, about it. And you did nothing, Kevin Garnett. But you're still mad at Ray Allen? Jesus Shuttlesworth, you're still mad at him, but no, 
Nothing for Anthony Peeler or all the other dudes that were like, what's good? What's Gucci, Kevin Garnett? You're talking all this shit. What's Gucci? I said this once on uh, ESPN when I used to go on ESPN Monday mornings. I said the same thing without the cursing. No one else says it. They just, oh, yo, the politics, the brotherhood. The brotherhood? He's the 75 greatest player that got you your only ring, Kevin Garnett. The brotherhood? This fake brotherhood shit in the NBA. Draymond Green, the brotherhood, the brotherhood. This guy's publicly disrespecting Rudy, the Eiffel Tower, Gobert throughout. Matter of fact, not even just the All-Star game. For the last two years, he's been just shitting all over Rudy Gobert. Why? Because he's not in the cool kids Click, Draymond. Is that why? He's not what part of clutch sports? Hmm? He's French. He's a bully. You talk shit about Rudy Gobert because you know Rudy Gobert ain't going to say anything to you. Kevin Garnett, you was talking shit to all these dudes except for the ones that stepped right to you. The whole All-Star game, when Draymond Green was doing the broadcast for TNT, dissing Rudy Gobert like he's just a... Like he's nothing. Publicly with a microphone in his face. What about the brotherhood? What about the brotherhood? The the NBA brotherhood. The fraternity. You dissing the next man? He's an all-star. Kevin Garnett, you won't shake Ray Allen's hand? He got you that ring. Because you're a ring chaser. You're a ring chaser, Kevin Garnett. Be angry at Anthony Peeler for hitting you with that, that elbow, that Bruce Lee. Hit you with that Chuck Norris, that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that Jackie fucking Chan shit, that Jet Lee. Is it Jet Lee? Is that a real person, Jet Lee? He hit you with that Hong Kong fooey. You said nothing. You did nothing when my man hit you with the Hong Kong fooey, but you're still fucking with Jesus Shuttlesworth. Anyway... Despite the fact that Kevin Garnett is not focusing his anger and resentment, the NBA is and always will be fantastic, despite the fact that the All-Star game was... Man, I I don't want to talk about the All-Star game. The All-Star game doesn't even warrant any more discussion. I will say this, though. LeBron James finally said that It was great to see Michael Jordan at the 75 greatest players. I always wanted to be like Mike. He influenced this. He influenced that. He influenced everything. But you never did a slam dunk contest. LeBron James could have easily won the slam dunk contest this past weekend in sweatpants. Just by the, let me tell you something. Next year, If there is a slam dunk contest, because I think the thing should be scrapped. I think it's a joke. It's an embarrassment. Dunk the fucking ball hard. The first dunk should just be the hardest dunk. Hard. If you look at Dominique Wilkins' dunks today, they would still score well because of how hard he dunked them. It's not as creative as some of the crazy shit that they do but he dunked that motherfucker hard you got Cole Anthony I love his dad Greg Anthony out there trying to dunk your first dunk in Timberlands fuck is you doing 
Let's dunk the fucking ball, get warmed up. Shaq told you in the pregame, your first dunk, make it. You out there with boots on, doing all this goofy shit. The dunk contest, not even going to talk about it. But LeBron James never, he never participated in a dunk contest. Now you got guys like John Morant. He don't want to be in it. Zion didn't want to be it because they want to be like LeBron. Mike, chill with LeBron. He's still playing. He's still playing. If you really wanted to be like Mike, you should have participated in a dunk contest. Kobe Bryant did it when he was 18 in Cleveland. Everybody did it. Dr. J, Dominique, get out there and compete. Take your fucking Timberland boots off and all these tricks and cupcakes and props and dunk the shit out of the ball. And that's what the, the people want to see. We don't need to see all this... Harry Houdini shit, you're doing handcuffs, and oh, I'm going to be underwater. And just dunk the fucking ball. Pulling rabbits out their head. And then, just dunk that shit fucking like, boom. And people will get hyped. They put on Tims and jumping over people. We've seen that. That's played out. Jumping over people is played out. Dunking that shit as hard as you fucking, like Dominique. That's not played out. I mean, bah! I am Rappaport Podcast. Listen, if you want to learn a new language or spruce up on one that you used to know, use Babbel. Not only is learning a new language fun and engaging, okay, but you could use it while you travel. You could use it while you speak to people on the street. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons for real-world use, okay? They're not trying to teach you every single thing all the time, make you perfect. They want to teach you bite-sized language lessons for real-world use. Use Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. You could choose from over 14 different languages, including Spanish, como se llamo, French, Italian, and German. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. The games and the videos are great. They are helping me enormously. Trust me, very soon I'm going to break out my Spanish on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. It's a great gift. It's something great you could do with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever's in your life. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com, B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Use the promo code CHAMP. That's Babbel.com. Code is CHAMP. Babbel, language for life. So a lot of people have said, Mike Rapp, what's going on with your noisy neighbors? And to be honest, I'd say the last month or so, it hasn't been that bad. I also have been traveling a lot, doing shows. I'm on the road, be in Buffalo this weekend, Pittsburgh the following weekend. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com, michaelrappaportcomedy.com. But I've had these, these neighbors upstairs. This is how they walk. They walk like they're angry at the floor. 
I'm getting different uh, descriptions of who they are. I, I had one description that my upstairs neighbors are a regular couple where the guy's like five foot seven, thin, and the woman is heavy set. Not some like ginormous shit. They said she's heavy set. I said, this isn't about heavy set. You could be um, 500 pounds and be light on your feet, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm not like noise sensitive. My wife and I aren't like, you know, oh, keep it down. Uh, I know who I am. I'm loud. I'm disruptive. It's an apartment building. I get it. I also have lived in the apartment building for a while, so I've had other neighbors. I've never heard a gorilla, a herd of elephants living above me. See? I got a herd of elephants living above me. So I don't know if it's a couple, one who's thin and one who's heavy. Again, has nothing to do with her being heavy. Or I also heard it was a woman and her son. I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't know why they're so angry at the floor. I don't know why they're so loveless that it's not that big of an apartment. There's only so many things you could do. And they're not working out. It's not like, you know... You know, jumping jacks or push-ups or wait. It's not that. It's boom, walking this way. Boom. Like they're like, go for a walk. We're in New York City. Leave your apartment. If you're doing laps in your apartment, go outside. Otherwise, I'm going to complain. So the other day I'm in there after a couple of weeks of not so much noise, not so much banging, not so much harassment. You're harassing me. I'm thinking. Sometimes I'll be meditating. Sometimes I'll be ranting. Sometimes I'll be doing this I Am Rappaport stereo podcast, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on up there? What is it? And I'll stop, and I'll go, is it my brain? Because I hear things in my head fucked up inside. Is it, is it me? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's because I'm so fucked up. And I go, no, it's, it's them. They're stomping. They're running. They're gallivanting. The herd of elephants is gathering food. I don't know what they're doing. So the other day, podcasting. My wife leaves the house. My wife no longer approves of me banging on the ceiling. She says, file the noise complaint. I filed noise complaints. Can't stop the elephants upstairs. The gorillas, wild gorillas, not friendly gorillas, not the kind of gorillas that I have affection for. The kind of gorillas that will fight other gorillas and then eat them. You ever seen that video? It's disturbing. The video of gorillas getting into a fight, and, and this is in the fucking wilderness. And one gang of gorillas beats the other gang of gorillas up, and then they eat the motherfucker. That's how you know you've won a fight. I'm going to beat your ass, and I'm going to eat you. I'm surprised they didn't fuck them, and then eat them. I'm going to beat your ass. Fuck you, and then eat you. That's what I said I was going to do to Donald Trump. Big dick Donald Trump. Matter of fact, that's one of my great rants. I said, it might have been on President's Day a couple of years ago. No. I said that I, it's documented. When big dick Donald Trump said that he was not going to leave the White House if he did not like the election results, me, Michael Rapport, said I was going to go down to Washington with zip ties, I was going to zip tie pig dick Donald Trump. Yeah. I was going to fuck him and then cook him. Or was it cook him and then fuck him? Anyway, well documented. Look it up if you don't believe me. 
point is, my wife left the apartment and the herd of elephants started storming around upstairs. So I took out my foam roller, which is my weapon of choice because it won't mark up the ceiling. If you do it with your hand, it might leave fingerprints on the ceiling. I don't want to leave, I don't want to fuck up my ceiling. Dave, play the, uh, the tape there. This is me harassing the harassers. Play the tape, simply. I'm simply harassing the harassers. Play that, please, Dave. These fucks, they don't learn. Asshole, fucko, prick, selfish, heel-stomping motherfuckers all day, mm -hmm. all night, fucking weirdos, hopping around, jumping uh -huh. around. Pause it for a second. I got so upset that I dropped my foam roller. Huh? It's a foam roller. Some people are like, what is that? It's a foam roller to roll on my back. Sometimes I'll roll on that back and meditate. I feel great. That foam roller's... Some people said, is that a sexual toy? Social media? Sickos. Is that a sexual toy? No, it's not a sexual... It's a foam roller to help me with my back. Where's your mind? That's in the gutter. Sick pig. Sick animal. I dropped my foam roller, but I didn't stop. Play the rest of the tape, Dave. That's me Cock picking sucker. up the... Yeah, there we go. Motherfucker. Bop, bop, bop. Dop, dop, dop. Hey, fuck you! Fuck pa you, Pause, man. pause, pause, Dave. Now, when I said, hey, fuck you, play that part back just about five seconds back. Dop. Hey, fuck you! Fuck you, man! Stop it! Fuck they started banging back at me. They're stomping around 10 minutes. It's not like I'm just doing it. For like, if it's one minute, okay. It's like 10 minutes of consistent, like, romper room, Jack LaLanne shit up there. And I take my foam roller to harass the harassers, and then they start banging on the floor. So I go, more ham, to quote the great Kanye West. Play the rest there, Dave. Hopping around all the time? Fuck you! Fuck you! Fucking bum! Fucking scumbag! Boom. Couple of days later, I'm on the road. I get a phone call from my building. These animals file a noise complaint against me. I go, oh, you want to play games. They filed a noise complaint against the person who's trying to relax, podcast, meditate, and be peaceful because I'm simply harassing the harassers. Now, this is why my wife said, why don't you just file the noise complaint? Because now you look crazy. I go, I don't, I, 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 well, maybe to you, I look crazy, but to me, I look like I'm just, I'm fighting for my sanity. I'm fighting for my sanity. They won't shut up. So now we're in a war. Now, now we're in a war. And some people have said, why don't you go up there and confront them? My wife will not let me do that. The building insists that I don't do that. I don't want to. Who knows what? You know, you go up to somebody's door, 2020, you don't know what could happen. Anything could happen. You go to somebody's door, anything could happen. But I want to find these fucks. I want to talk to them. I want to go, what, what's wrong? What is, do you guys need like some organizing? 
do you, do you need to organize everything? What's happening up here? I'm just curious because it's so fucking loud. I can't think, man. And you got the audacity to file a noise complaint against me? It ain't over. Oh, what you've done is you're going into my wheelhouse of choice. I thrive off this stuff. I'm the disruptive warrior. Okay? I thrive off this kind of craziness. 99.9% .9 of the people in the world, they, they don't, I, I dig it. So it ain't over. It ain't over until the fat lady stops stomping her fucking feet. What else is going on? Dave Chappelle, the great, the great Dave Chappelle, whether he's the greatest comedian of all time, it's really up to each individual. In my opinion, his body of work, the amount, makes him the greatest, but influent, it doesn't matter. Dave Chappelle, who was, they tried to cancel after his last magnificent special is coming back to Netflix with not one, not two, not three, but four, four more Netflix specials. What are you going to do about it? All you people that were so upset with Dave Chappelle's last special, cancel Dave Chappelle, cancel Netflix. He's got four more coming. What are you going to do about it? You're still watching Netflix. You watch it every day. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do when the next Dave Chappelle special comes out? You're going to watch it, although you know you're just watching it. Not to be entertained. Not to have something to make you laugh. Not to have something to help you forget about the misery that is your life. You're watching it to find the, in your single opinion, something that you get offended by. Why? Four more. I can't wait. I can't wait. Because they tried to cancel Dave Chappelle four specials ago, and you guys keep watching them. It's because you're a glutton. For punishment. You hate yourself, not Dave Chappelle. You hate your father, not Dave Chappelle. Four more. One of them is a legendary comic, Earthquake, who you're going to be offended by also. Other special is Donnell Rollins, another great comedian, Ashy Larry from the Dave Chappelle show, which you, you watched. You loved it. It was as a for people like you that I like canceling people, if you rewatch the Dave Chappelle show, you'll be flabbergasted how offensive you would find it. I love it. But not for these little cancel culture kooks. Four more for Dave Chappelle. Yet, this swimmer from Penn State, the Penn State swimmer, Leah Thompson, who was a biological man, born as a biological man, was ranked number 462 in the country, competed in the, the Penn rallies or the, the college, I don't know, the college swimming championships this weekend and smashed records. Every race that, her name is Leah Thompson, she's gotten a sex change, Leah Thompson has competed in, she's 
dominated. I mean, you see her race. She wins the race. She's back there chilling, cooling down, drinking Gatorade, and then like seven seconds later, second place person comes in there. You don't get offended by that, do you? You don't get offended that person who's a biological man who was good enough to be ranked 462 is now the number one swimmer in the world dominating biological women. That doesn't offend you, but you're upset about Dave Chappelle, you fucking baby, you. Leah Thompson, I want to see what other sports you're good at. Listen, Dana White, you need to get Leah. I guarantee you that Leah Thompson, the swimmer, can do more. Since she's competing with women in swimming, why not have Leah Thompson compete with women in other sports? Dana White, get her in the ring. I got my money on Leah. She's an athlete. She beats everybody by six, seven seconds. Get her in the WNBA. Her physical presence alone, I don't care if she's got any basketball skills, will help a team win. Softball, lacrosse, I don't know what else. Track and field, put her in the fucking... Leah Thompson will smash every single record in female sports. But it, it never happens the other way around. It never happens that a woman turns into a man and then competes with men. Why? I've said it once, I've said it uh, twice, and I know this is going to offend some people. If you took me, Michael Rappaport, with all my inflammation, my flat feet, ulcerative colitis, bronchiectasis, a chronic cough, and I turned into a woman today, I'm going to be 52 March 20th, and I turned into a woman today, at 52, when my surgery is set, I'm on the hormones, got myself some nice breasts, some long hair. I'm on that Caitlyn Jenner. I guarantee you, and I mean no disrespect to the WNBA, but I guarantee you I can make it in the WNBA today at 52 years old. Michelle Rappaport, number 55 for the New York Liberty. I'm not saying I'll start. I'm not saying that the WNBA women aren't great. I'm saying if I applied myself, ulcerative colitis, inflammation, flat feet, a bad back, uh, coming off a torn meniscus surgery, and a chronic cough, I could make it into the WNBA today. Twelfth woman on the bench. I'll be a bad motherfucker out there. I'll be like Bill Lambie. I'll be clotheslining these broads. I'm unselfish, nice chest pass in the post, my little fuck. I already play like a W. I, I run and move like a WNBA power forward as a man. But when I get that surgery and I come back as Michelle Rappaport, first of all, I'm a team guy, team player. I don't care about how many points I'll get. I'm a pass first player. Um, I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to harass the other team. I know I could make it into the WNBA if you give me that surgery. And what would that mean? Oh, what a, what a scientific social experiment that would be. Can Michael Rappaport transition to a woman at 52 years old and make it into the WNBA? 
I say yes. What do you think? I'm done. I'm finished. Came, saw, disrupted, came, saw, disrupted. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take us out of here with something real nice, yes? Take me out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out.